Welcome to the podcast. My name is Brian LeBar, and this is the Briar Show. Here we're talking about NFL, fantasy football, and just overall opinions and game predictions. And starting off, there's not really any more news this week as well. So I'm just going to run down like the top 10 quarterbacks ranked by the NFL, and then I'll give my opinions on them. I might go through the rest as well. Starting off at number 10, we do have a... I'm sub- I'm not sure exactly how I'd place him in this, but we have Lamar Jackson. Now, I think he's personally ranked a bit higher than 10. Don't see him at 10, but I can respect it. I mean, he has slumped down recently, so that does rank- derank him quite a bit. But I still think he ha- he is above some most quarterbacks in this ranking for the top 10. Really think he should be put up there higher. Considering like his like start of the season, and yes, he had like like two or three bad games recently, but that does not take away his good games at the beginning of the season. Moving on to number nine, we do have Josh Allen. Now, unlike Lamar Jackson, he's had like half a good season, half a bad season, so it it evens out a little bit more better. So, I don't really agree with Josh Allen being this high in the ranking and higher than. Not as high as he like his ranking, but I don't think he should be higher than Lamar Jackson. Definitely not. I do think Lamar Jackson is higher ranked than him. Not sure what the thought process was in ranking him higher than Lamar, but you know, the ranking systems for a lot of these things aren't really the best, and for that reason, you can't really, you can't really t- go off of these. They never really have like the best rankings. And for that reason, I just, and for that reason, like, you're putting Josh Allen inside your top 10, it's just not really, it's obviously not the choice you want. It's obviously never accurate. I never agree with these rankings. They're never really that good. And it's the same here today. I mean, you're ranking Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson, Jackson after what he's done. Definitely, definitely not what it needs to be. And for that reason, I just do not have Josh Allen sneaking his way into the over Lamar Jackson. I know I spent a lot of time on this, but I just don't see it in that area, you know? And so we're going to move on to number eight. Now, moving on to number eight, we have Matthew Stafford. Now, I do think this is a reasonable placement for him. I think that he has not been outstanding yet. Not disappointing, and so I can see why he's put an eight. Although I think I'd put a little bit more higher than just eight, but you know, it is what it is sometimes. Like I said before, nothing really outstanding coming for him. I never really seen something sparking from the season from him. He has a good team around him, and I just think it's a very reasonable position for him. I just don't see anywhere else to put him except maybe a little bit higher. As we're going to seven here which is Kurt Cousins. Now, I do not like this at all. I personally do not think he's seven. Probably more like six, eight, six. Actually, it's, it's a reasonable one. Actually, six to eight range is probably reasonable for him. Once again, not really sparking, not really, nothing really special again. But I still, just, there's just that feeling. I don't, it doesn't sit right with me. This pitch doesn't sit right with me. I personally want to put him at seven as we're going to number six now. 
which is Derek Carr, which this one is definitely the one that, that I don't really like with the most so far, is Derek Carr at number six. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback currently. Does not deserve to be in the top 10. He just, he has, he has impressed me this season. He has not impressed me. And you can't tell me anything other than that. I mean, look at the clips, look at the highlights. There's nothing really spectacular from him. The stats don't say anything spectacular about him. Nothing does. For that reason, I do not have him in the top 10 when we won to number five, which is Justin Herbert. Now, this one is is really accurate. He is a top five quarterback, that's for sure. No doubt about it. Um, uh, I mean, dude has, Justin Herbert has had his up and downs this season. I'll give him, he's had his up and downs. But he has come back from that. He has shown us that he is an elite caliber quarterback and a franchise quarterback for the Chargers. And other than that, you can't really see nothing about him. He's made spectacular throws. He's good at reading the defense. And he's just an all-around good quarterback. It's a moment number four, which is the man wearing number four, Dak Prescott. Now, number four does seem a little bit strange. I mean, after the points last week, he, he, he wasn't spectacular, but he wasn't horrible either. But four is too high for me. I think he's more of like a six-ish ranking for him. Surprised he's up this high. He really hasn't sparked me that much either, but he still, he still has sparked me with some good throws. But definitely after the last performance, not really t- not really in the top five. I just don't have him at four. Now as we move on to the next thing, at number three, we do have Kyler Murray himself, the short man. Not really short, he's only 5'10", which is not that bad. Um, And... I wouldn't put him at three just because he just came back from injuries. He hadn't really seen much of him. So I wouldn't put him at three personally just because of that injury. Other than that, he's looked spectacular MVP. I think he could have re-enter himself in, back into the MVP race with a good game against the Rams. But we'll just see what happens with him. I just don't put him at three for that injury reason. Now we're going to move on to number two with Aaron Rodgers. Now, I think he should be higher at one. I think he's had a spectacular playing on a broken toe. Only he really has Devontae. And against that Arizona, Arizona game, he was like, what is white, like, wide receiver three or four at the starting wide receiver for that game? And he still won against the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. Although, it wasn't really, he's not really the reason he won, because AJ Green didn't really turn around to get the ball. Just still infuriating to me. But. Just that alone really proves that he's an elite caliber quarterback, which we already know already. He's shown up countless and countless times. But I think he should be put up higher than what he actually is. And I'm kind of upset that he that he is that low. Now, at number one, we do have the GOAT himself, Tom Brady. Like I said before, I think Aaron Rodgers should be number one, so he's not exactly where I would put him. I'm not sure exactly where I would put him either, though. I just don't have number one. He he hasn't really impressed me that much either, besides being the GOAT. He can put it where he wants it. And he's not really a flashy quarterback, which you don't need to be a flashy quarterback to be good. I'm sure you all know that. But he's still not number one ranking for me. Now, if I had to put my top ten quarterback rankings, it'd probably look a little something like this. At number ten, I'd probably go with 
Patrick Mahomes. Number nine, I'll probably have Mac Jones. Number eight, probably have Matthew Stafford. Seven, probably have Josh Allen. Six, probably have Dak Prescott. Five, Justin Herbert. Four, Lamar Jackson. Three, actually, I want to switch seven and three. Or four, sorry. No, three. I think I had... To Josh Allen. I said Josh Allen at seven, so yeah. Probably a little bit higher. Four, and then four, Josh Allen. Three, Lamar Jackson. Two, Brady. One, Aaron Rodgers. That is my top ten picks for those quarterbacks. And I just want to run down the list of the rest of them. So at number 11, just quicking outside the top ten. Is Joe Burrow. I can kind of see it, I guess. Number 12, Patrick Mahomes. I think he's higher than that. He really proved himself. 13, Mac Jones. Needs to be higher. 14, Carson Wentz. That could be really lower. 15, Matt Ryan. Lower. 16, Russell Wilson. I can see it. 17, Ryan Tannehill. Reasonable. Bridgewater, 18. Reasonable. Tua, reasonable. Really been proving himself recently. I'm really proud of him. Jimmy G at 20, reason- <sighs> reasonable, I guess. Taylor Heineke needs to be higher up. Just been playing phenomenal. Baker, reasonable. Gardner, also reasonable. Andy, lower. Ben could go higher. Jared, reasonable. So, yeah, we got 21, Heineke, 22, Mayfield, 23, Minshew, 24, Dalton, 25, Rothenberger, 26, Jared. 27th, Cam Newton. I think he'd go higher. And then at 28, we have Trevor. That's reasonable. 29, Taysom. Reasonable. He played horribly. 30, Tyrod. 30, reasonable. 31, Zach Wilson. Also reasonable. 22, Mike Glennon. He played horrible, which is also reasonable. So that will close it out for the power rankings for the quarterbacks. As we will move on to the next segment, which will be fantasy. Which now, last week, we did go 4-6 and six on predictions to 66%, which is really good. Can I complain? Which, which is at 23 out of 33 total. Which is really, really, really good, I think. I think. I think it puts us basically the same at 66%, maybe a little bit higher. But you can't complain in that situation. So, let's just get straight into this week's start sit, shall we? At a sit, I do have Terry McLaurin. Now, yes, last year, Terry McLaurin did put up a good game against Dallas, I think, both times, actually. But I just don't see it this time. I think Trevor Diggs really has proved himself since last season. And for that reason, I just think that that Dallas defense would be too much of a challenge for him. Don't really see him getting much of the production like you think he will. And for that reason, I just don't think that you should be starting him in any of your fantasy lineups. He is just not the man you exactly want in the situation. 
Next up for the sip, I do have DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I put him in as a sip because he's facing the Los Angeles Rams, and he's going to go against Ramsey. I just think he can't get past Ramsey, and I think he won't be able to get those targets because Rams will be all over him. I just think it will not turn out good for DeAndre Hopkins. It will be a low-scoring game. Plus, he has been inconsistent recently, and for that reason, I just think he's an obvious set this week. No doubt about it. Now, Chase Edmonds, if he is cleared, that could be a good play. I think he might have a good game. Who knows? Really do like it, though. But I just do not see John D. Hopkins having a good one against the Rams. Now, the final set of this week will be Claypool. He is playing in just a few minutes. It's 8.01 as I'm recording this p.m. on Thursday night. So, I think he will be a sit. I just think that I have that feeling that he's not going to be able to produce what he wants. And in terms of the whole, I think it might be more of a Deontay night or maybe just like a Pat night, you know, the, t- the rookie tight end from Pittsburgh. Definitely, uh, I'll get to it later. But I just do not think that he will be one you want to start as like a flex spot or anything. That Bryce, you know what I'm trying to say here. That's my therapist. Um, I just don't see it turning out. Probably won't see more than 10 points from him tonight. Now, coming into the starts, we are going to lead off with J.J. Justin Jefferson. Now, the reason I have him starting is for multiple reasons. The main one, though, is that there's no Thielen. No Thielen. It's going to equal out to more targets, which is always a good thing. Will lead to more points overall. So, I just think that Thielen being out will lead to a lot more production for JJ in this game. And there's nothing else I can really say about it. Now, my other start is going to be Dawson Schultz. Now, the reason I think to start him is for two reasons. First, Washington doesn't really pair up good against tight ends. They're one of the tight ends get a lot of points. So that's one of the reasons. And the other reason is going to be because I think that Dalton Schultz is going to be mixed in for like some crucial touchdowns for Dallas in this game. So I think you should be looking out for that one for sure. He's just a really good, solid option to start this week. And the final start option for this week will be Justin Herbert. Now, I don't really have a lot to say about it, really. All I really have to say about it is that I feel like he's going to have no competition against the Giants this week. I just feel like he's going to be unstoppable. The defense will not be able to do anything about it. And I just think that he's going to have a splendid, spectacular game against the Giants this week. And that will certainly wrap up the fantasy starts and sits for this week. And we are going to move on to the game predictions. And then we'll run to the bets of the week. And that'll be it. So... The first game of this week, Thursday night, which is in a few minutes, 803 as I'm saying this now, I do have against Pittsburgh and Minnesota. I have Pittsburgh. I think the Pittsburgh isn't really a good team. I don't think they're a good team at all. They got lucky against Baltimore. Mark Andrews should have caught that, but more or less they should have get the field goal. Probably could have won in overtime. But I just think that you can't lose to a team who lost to the Lions. I mean, losing to the Lions is very embarrassing, and you can't be that great if you lose to the Lions. 
fire Mike Zimmer. Now, next up, I do have New Orleans versus the Jets. Now, both teams aren't really that good. I mean, you saw Taysom Hill last week against Dallas. Threw a lot of interceptions, threw a lot of bad footballs. But I just think the Jets suck worse. Nothing more to it. The Jets suck worse. Now, it could go the opposite way because of how bad Taysom Hill is. But I just don't see it going that way. I just see the Jets sucking too much to loot, to win this game. Next up, we do have Atlanta versus Carolina. I think this could be a very close game. A very close game. Sorry. But I just see that Atlanta will, will squeak it out. They're both really bad teams fighting, fighting for the last place in the division, you know. And I just I think Atlanta will squeak it out. Camden hasn't really been pushing me much lately, and McCaffrey is out. So I just think that Atlanta will squeak through with the win. You know, snug their way in there. Somehow squeak it through. And next up, I do have Seattle versus Houston. Now, I mean, there's nothing really you can say about this game. It's going to be Seattle. Seattle just straight up. No question to it. I mean, if you look at the two teams, Seattle and Houston, Seattle has Russell, DK, Lockett, and bad defense. But the Houston don't have anybody. Does not have anyone. Not a thing. Now, in terms of... The team deck with future. I don't think it's going to be very bright for the Seahawks. Neither for the Houston. But you know that just happens sometimes. You win you lose. And you don't really have a bright future. As we're going to move on to the next game. We do have. Las Vegas. Versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now. This. Has the potential. To be a close game. You know Raiders always put up a fight against Kansas City most times. But I just don't see it happening. The Raiders don't look that impressive. That That's all there is to it. I don't really like how the Raiders have looked. And for that reason, I don't think they're going to win this game. I don't think it'll be that close either. But who knows? They might shock me. They might not. We'll just see what happens. All right. Next up. One more thing. I do think Patrick Mahomes might kick back into it. I think Kansas City does have multiple chances here once again. Might not be that likely, but I think they do have it. They're still there. They haven't lost it. All-around decent team. The defense has improved in recent weeks. Let's see if they can keep that momentum. Churning, chugging, pulling. Just keep try to keep it going as much as you can. We'll see where it goes up from there. Now, we have about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. More game predictions to go with. And let's, let's kick it back, back up with Baltimore versus Cleveland. Now, if you're Baltimore, you know this already. But you need this win against Cleveland. If you lose this game, then you really need some problems. It's a must-need W for the Baltimore Ravens. Actually, they did suffer a loss to 
the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if I'm Lamar, I know Lamar knows how important this game is for the Ravens. And I think the Ravens will pull out that that must-needed W against the Browns. The Browns haven't really looked that, you know, looking that impressive. And I think that will show this week. And I just want to see. And I just think that they will do what they need to do. They'll get the job done, get that must need to win. And all will be great for the Ravens. Now the next matchup for the week. Here we do got Dallas versus Washington. Now I do think this game could be close. I think it could be a really good, good close game. But I just don't. I just think the Dallas get the W. I think Dallas has really proven themselves this year. Really big improvement. Big improvement for both teams. Washington's on a winning streak. Squeaked it out against Las Vegas. But I think the defense for the Dallas will be a big factor in winning this game. Dak needs to step up, and I think he will. And Pollard just can be Pollard, man. Both teams look phenomenal. Both teams have playoff chances. One of them is definitely going to get into it because one of them is going to win the division, either Washington or Dallas. This might tell. But this could be a very close game. And like I said, I think Dalton Schultz will be in for like some prime time, close game, crucial game, time touchdowns. And now moving on, we do have Jacksonville versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, I know this one isn't very, this, this one isn't going to be very close at all. Just look at the two teams, Tennessee and Jacksonville. Even without Derrick Henry, Tennessee is still going to win. And you want to know why? Because Jacksonville sucks. They suck. Really bad. But Tennessee still sucks. He's a horrible quarterback. And other than that, can't really say much about it. It's not really that really interesting of a game, in my opinion. But who knows? It might be one. Next up, we do have Detroit versus Denver. Now, I do think Denver wins without a doubt. You know, Detroit came in with some hope after the win against Minnesota last week. But it's going to be all for nothing. I think Denver's defense will just absolutely shut down Jared I just think that other than that there's really not there's really nothing you can say about this game it's not really a special one and that's all I gotta say for the game and then next up I do have the New York Giants against against the Chargers now this one's simple as simple as simple as that Herbert dominates the Giants dominates why? Because Herbert is an elite quarterback, and the Giants' defense isn't elite. So when you put elite versus not elite, you're going to see some domination. Some serious domination. And that's going to be exactly what happens with Herbert this week against the Giants. Straight-up domination. The Giants will choking. And it's just not going to be a good one for the Giants. Next up, since... Cincinnati versus San Francisco, or San Francisco versus Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's going to learn from their mistakes. You know, they take a loss last against the Chargers. 
a really hurtful loss. They're going to practice themselves up, get back into the rhythm, and they will pull out a win this week against the San Francisco 49ers. Much-needed win, much-needed win. Next up, Buffalo versus Tampa Bay. Now, this is my Game of the Week pick. Game of the Week pick for me. Why? Because I think both teams are Super Bowl teams, or at least Super Bowl potential teams. And I just think that the only reason that this game will be won by either team is because of that Tampa Bay defense. And the Tampa Bay defense will be too much for Josh Allen. Don't think he'll be able to handle it. And for that reason, Buffalo will fall to Tampa Bay in this game. I think Buffalo really needs to worry about what's going to happen. Patriots might take the division this year. Once again, they lost it for a year, but then they took it back. Could you imagine? Next up, Chicago and Green Bay. Now... There's not really much to say about this game. It's going to be a, which will be a great domination game for the for the Packers. It's going to be one for them. I want to see the Bears win, but it's not going to happen. But what I do want to say is that this will be Nagy's last game as a Bear. I'm not I'm not sad about it. Nagy is a horrible coach, and I know you all know that. And I think this game will be like the realizing point for the. Head off at the Bears that Matt Nagy needs to be fired, but I thought that was already clear, but apparently it's not. And this will be Matt Nagy's last game as a Bear, which I'm sure Bears ha- fans are happy for. Next up, we have Arizona in the last game of the week, Arizona versus the Rams. Now, I think that Kyler Murray is going to re enter this game. He's going to re enter himself back into that MVP race with a win against the Rams. And I think I think it might be a high scoring game. I think this could also be a game of the week, but I don't think I think it'll be just a little bit worse than the Tampa Bay and Buffalo game. But I think Conor will have a great game, show up, perform, and just outperform the Rams. Off, I think it'll be like offense versus offense in this game. Both good defenses, but I think it will be offense versus offense, or it could be defense versus defense, or it could be just team versus team. It could be like some good offense, but then some bad offense, and then just you know vice versa. Who knows? But I think Kyler Murray will like solidify himself, like saying, "Hey, I'm still in this MVP race, and I'm going to win it no matter what." And now that's gonna wrap up the game predictions for this week. But before we sign off, I do want to do the bet of the week. Last week I was wrong. I apologize. Hope I didn't lose you any money. Probably did, but whatever. But this week I do have Cincinnati one point five. Cincinnati is still a good team because they got blown up by the Chargers. I mean, they're a bad team. And and 49ers suck. They lost to Seattle, who also sucks. But I think Cincinnati will at least cover the spread or more than likely win the game. If you want to bet on the money line for Cincinnati, you can bet on the money line too. It's going to be a Cincinnati win. Something much I can put really into it. Other than that, if you really think that Cincinnati cannot beat the 49ers, then you are just a lunatic. Absolute lunatic. The 49ers suck. A lot of teams suck. A lot of them. A lot of them this year. And that will conclude the podcast for today. Um, This is more of a shorter episode. I'm sorry, but there's not really a lot of content for this week. Remember to drop questions in the Anchor, on my Anchor platform. 
do that. I'll answer the next episode because I haven't gotten any yet. Other than that, I will see you next week. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.